Welcome to the Alliance Live podcast, spotlighting emerging issues, examples of good practice and innovation taking place within health and social care in Scotland. This podcast is part of the Alliance Live series, Wellbeing Wednesday, which will be coming to you every week during this period of lockdown. This series will have input from people across our membership and beyond, helping you to manage your own well-being at home. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Pip Osmond-Williams, poet and academic researcher, who is going to speak to us about all things poetry. Hello and welcome, Pip. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Gina. Thanks very much for inviting me onto your podcast. You are very, very welcome. So to kick things off, why do you read poetry? Um, well, poetry is, you know, my favourite form of literature, kind of by a country mile. I think there's something really amazing about the way in which poets can capture a thought or feeling um, and can create something of such great impact in such a finite amount of words. Um, there's something I like about its brevity as well. You know, we live in such a kind of busy world and people don't necessarily have the time to sit down and read a 200, 300 page novel. Um, and that can seem like quite a daunting task as well. And I think can make people, you know, some people fall out of the habit of reading. I know that sometimes kind of happens to myself. Um, but I think it's easier to find the time to read a poem or a sequence of poems and you can still kind of get as much out of it as you would a novel. Um, and yeah, there are lots of contemporary poets that engage with very current issues. And I think it's a really good way of making people think about the world around us kind of differently than what's, you know, presented in the news, for example. So you mentioned about sometimes entering reading and it can be slightly daunting. And poetry, I think, is sometimes viewed as a slightly inaccessible mm -hmm. form of reading. How would you recommend people start their own journey into reading poetry? Yeah, I think that's a really important point that you've hit on there. I mean, one of the problems that poetry has, or at least this kind of the bad press that it gets, is this perception of it as a kind of cryptic, inaccessible form of literature, very multi-layered and kind of difficult to grasp all the different kind of subtleties and nuances that, that go along with it. And of course, that kind of poetry does exist. And, you know, I would argue very much has its place in the world. Um, but it's not necessarily where you have to kind of start your journey into reading poetry. Um, you know, I don't think a poem should necessarily have to be devoid of nuance to be accessible. And one of nice things again about the brevity of the form means that you are able to read it a couple of times um, and allow yourself time to think about what's going on in terms of content or form or use of language but I think what's key to remember really is that it's like any kind of um, type of literature you know it's, it's just as diverse and therefore there's something for everyone. Um, but yes where to start? Well I would generally suggest to someone who's coming to poetry for the first time um, is to pick up a poetry anthology. I think that's the best way to engage with lots of different writers and see what types of poems interest you and kind of help you to decide what kind of poetry you'd like to read more of. Um, for example, an, an anthology I really like is um, Year of Scottish Poems and that has 366 poems, one for each day of the year, and it has classic to contemporary Scottish poets. So you get a really wide range of styles and use of language. Um, 
lots of anthologies have you know quite specific focuses so something like the poetry pharmacy is a kind of poetic pick-me-up for different hurdles in your life such as heartbreak or grief um or poems to live your life by is a selection of poems uh, for each stage of your life kind of from birth to death so there are lots of different i think it's quite a good way to explore the different avenues of what of what poetry you know can be and type of poetry you can read um aside from actually browsing poetry books and anthologies which obviously isn't the easiest thing to do at the moment with libraries and bookshops closed for the foreseeable um social media platforms such as twitter and instagram are really great for discovering poets and poems um there's a hashtag i follow on twitter which is 366 poems 366 poets which again opens you up to a range of different work um and you can see this again in accounts such as poetry daily or the poetry society you know they kind of retweet poems and it's it's always just such a varied range that you know there's something for everyone um and the great thing about Twitter really is that once you start liking or following certain posts or accounts related to poetry, then more likely than not, you know, more poets or writing will start to crop up on your feed and be recommended to you. So it's it's a good way of exploring quite a wide range of material. Um, and then another resource I would say is worth looking into is the Poetry Foundation dot um, org. On this, you can listen to their audio poem of the day. There's, you know, a whole, whole host of poetry, but there are also articles relating to poetry. And there's a great selection of links they have um, that are worth kind of perusing, such as the Poetry Archive UK or, or Poets Corner. Thank you for that uh, list of resources and places that you can go and explore poetry for the first time. But of course, you not only read poetry, but you write poetry as well. What has the method of writing poetry allowed you to explore? Um, for me, writing poetry is an opportunity to engage with not, not only issues that I find interesting or kind of pressing in the modern world, but also my own thoughts and memories. Um, it can be a way of exploring feelings that I don't necessarily understand or find difficult to express in kind of more conventional terms and I think that's one of the you know great things about poetry is that you can start to build these layers of meaning and think about how to reflect them in different ways that you know are striking or evoke certain feelings um, but as with you know all forms of writing I suppose it's 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 a type of escapism I mean sitting down and a quiet place and exploring themes or ideas or or languages for me anyway a kind of a form of mindfulness and a, a way of connecting with the world and if people were wanting to start writing poetry for the first time or develop their writing if they already do write poetry what materials exist that you would recommend um, so it's currently National Poetry Writing Month in the UK at the moment, um, which challenges poets to write one poem a day for the month of April. I mean, that 
obviously might sound like quite an alarming task for someone wanting to start writing poetry for the first time but what I would direct them towards are the the prompts that they put up each day um, and these can be found on the Napo Rimo website or on the Poetry Society's Twitter page. There, so yes there's a different prompt every day and it's a really good way of exploring different ideas or approaches to poetry that you perhaps wouldn't think of so for example there you know there are quite classical ideas in poetry that they um invite you to look at such as write a poem in the form of a dramatic monologue um while some are kind of designed to kind of stretch your creativity or imagination a bit more so the one on the 21st of April asks you to click random article on Wikipedia three times and then write a poem that connects those three subjects. So there, there are lots of different ideas um, going on. And that, that idea of poetry prompts, um, you can find as well in, there's a poetry writing handbook written by Joe Bell, um, called 52, and that contains prompts from Joe and other guest poets for writing a poem a week um but yeah I think prompts are a really good way for people to start if not writing poetry at least thinking about what might interest them um the topics that they might want to engage with or actually the way they they approach poetry and the, the form of writing um it's also worth checking out different writing communities on social media platforms so you can follow i think on both instagram and twitter there's the hashtag poetry community and if you start following them you'll start to see other people's work and i think what's nice about those kind of communities is you know writing is quite a solitary activity um and sometimes you do want a bit of feedback from others or a bit of motivation even if you're suffering a bit from from writer's block or anything like that or if you kind of stuck with how to approach your next poem or kind of what to write about and those kind of communities can be really helpful um and if you start thinking what you know another great thing about poetry really is that anyone can kind of send their poems off to to poetry magazines or anything for submissions um and those kind of communities on social media platforms are really useful if you want to start you know think about that maybe if you want to you know start sending off your poems somewhere then yeah there are people who can kind of put you in the right direction for that so you've taken us through the idea of using prompts and exploring different themes but how is it that you actually go about writing a poem um so writing a poem for me is you know it can be different every time really i write a lot of mythological poetry that kind of responds to contemporary issues of feminism so with those kind of poems i tend to do a bit of research first um on the mythological figure and then kind of start to think about how i want to present these kind kinds of ancient narratives um in a contemporary way but then sometimes I work from a particular memory from my own life, think about what it is I'm trying to capture in the poem, try out different forms of language or expression that, you know, work best for the tone that I'm trying to create. Um, I 
tend to keep a little book on me as well and I write down lines that I've thought of that I might want to do something with or interesting phrases that perhaps I read somewhere um, or if I have kind of different ideas about you know what the content of a poem could be it's quite useful to look over those all together and sometimes they kind of get mishmashed into kind of a patchwork poem together or sometimes I just kind of build a poem around one one of them in the book um but yeah so lots yeah writing a poem can be can be different each time thank you for that advice and now to end our conversation i believe that you've got a poem ready to read to us could you tell us a little bit about it yeah um so as i was kind of saying about how i write a poem this is really just like a fragment of a memory that i have from when i was a little girl um of sitting on my dad's knee and you know there's not there's no great narrative to it it's really just a kind of it's capturing something that was you know very minor but that I thought warranted its own its own little piece in the world um so yeah so this is this is called heirloom I started smoking cigarettes on my father's knee age three the glowing ends curling around our heads and the television set as we watched the races on a Saturday. The light of his eyes, pale like the dome of the midsummer sky, his gold ashtray piled high with the chalk dead ends of lucky strikes. And me, a smudge of a girl, my hair still golden light, chasing those silver ringlets with my stubby, chubby fingers. He would waft them away not see my longing for the dragons around my head and then he would take another drag again. Thank you for that Pip, that was beautiful. And thank you for taking the time to speak to us. Thank you for inviting me here. <laughs> You're welcome. And thank you to our listeners. Hopefully this has inspired some future poets and poetry readers. Wellbeing Wednesday will continue to release content on the topic of managing your well-being at home. More information regarding Alliance Live and the wider work of the Alliance can be found by visiting our website www.alliance-scotland.org.uk or follow us on Twitter at Alliance Scott. Have a lovely day. You can find the Alliance Live podcast on all major podcast streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Alliance Live also produced webinars, video interviews and case studies. Watch these by visiting www.alliance-scotland.org.uk forward slash live. To follow along regularly with Alliance Live content, use the hashtag Alliance Live on Twitter.